Did you spit? I burped. But I tried to get away from the mic and just called it. Out. Are you recording? This is Arcanalysis. <laughs> this is Arcanalysis. This is Arcanalysis. This is Arcanalysis. Not bad. Not bad at all, man. Not bad. So we finally did it. This is the first time in Comic Patrol and Arcanalysis history that we've done an entire run. <laughs> In just arc analysis, we fi- we finished. Yeah, yeah. It's it's hard not to. This, this was a really good? really good read. Hawkeye, real Bravo. It's the fourth volume from the um, Matt Fraction and David Aja. Aja run. Aja. Yeah. Aja. And we, we, we just we just we just couldn't stop reading, so we just kept doing it. I I mean, when it's good writing. Yeah, it's amazing. And this one's a weird, the reading order for this one's a little weird. So it's, it's actually better. When I was reading single issues, it was kind of all over the place, back and forth. The Reading it in the collective volumes um, is Makes better. more sense. Because this one goes from number 17 to number 12 and 13 to 15 to 19 to 21, then 22. So it's actually seven issues and they're all mixed up. But this number 17 is a Christmas issue. <laughs> so it just, it opens the book up. But it's right. like... Usually, I don't like those kind of like special issues. I'm like, ah, oh, man, another one of these. But this one was relevant. Clint, yeah, Clint, Clint knows what to do. Right, it, it worked for it. Uh, well, the, it's it's kind of like an analog about his life as he fits into the Avengers and such like that. So it was kind of, but with animals. Yeah. <laughs> he was just a regular dog. <laughs> it's good. Yeah, it was it was cute. It was all right. I was like, oh, okay, that's that's good. It makes point. sense. I know. I know you said it's disjointed and kind of you're following essentially two different stories, but with this final arc, real Bravo, they bring everything back together. That's what so I like, mean. Yeah, you appreciate it at the end because all the stuff that you thought they're just going to leave on the cutting room floor, which kind of happens with a few comics, um, they wrap themselves back in. But they introduced like n- new characters in this final run that yeah was not expecting at all. So like Barney, who's your who's your guy, Barney? Yeah, like the second best sharpshooter, apparently. Yeah, yeah. Well, he just drop that. Everything taught Clint all that he knows. Well, based, not all that he knows it, but yeah. Based on what? Like this is revisionist history. Well, so what happens is after this run, the next run starts, written by Canada's very own Jeff Lemire, uh-uh. and it, it focuses on their upbringing, like when they started. They started in the circus. The Swordmaster taught them, and then they kind of grew up like that, right? That's fine. That's great that you know that, but arc analysis is about this arc. So if, right. I ha- if I have to give a drop off, even though it's funny, like their trade off is really good. Like the whole brother, brother sign language, like who's really handy capable, like Barney's in a wheelchair and Clint is dealing with like deaf. Yeah. So like, there's a lot of cool, uh, I don't know if it's a literary device, but like the way that they actually weave in sign language throughout the kind of the first issue. Really cool stuff, man. And how, like, some of the thought bubbles are not really fleshed out words, because if you're looking at it through the perspective of Clint, he wouldn't be hearing what's happening. Like, I appreciate those touchstones. But yeah. Barney, Barney's brand new, so I don't know, like, I don't know who you are and wh- what level you're on, but, like, there's a there's a kind of funny payoff in uh, the well, final, final book. I like that they gave us the backstory for him before introducing. You know, usually they introduce somebody... And they walk you back right to how they got there. No, they didn't. They didn't. He didn't do it this time. They just kind of they started with the backstory and then showed you how he got to where he was. Right. Right. 
I like I actually preferred that when I wrote that down because I enjoyed it so much. Because I'm so sick of the whole here's this character and now we're gonna walk you back. No, just just give me just give get me there. Right, right. Just get me there. But like essentially, Barney should have been in. Like Barney lives in the apartment. No, like he lives. No, no. But like his girlfriend's kids called him Uncle Barney, so he's a mainstay. I think they just met. Really, he works fast yeah. then. All right, Barney he gets to do him and Barney Simone. Yeah, that's that's the that's what I got. I gathered him and Simone got real interracial love. Yeah, we support it. <laughs> we do, and I guess not everything's broken with him being in a wheelchair. So that's right. Yeah, yeah, they left, and there was a couple of issues. The cliffhangers in these issues. Hey, imagine reading them one week at a time. I mean, what? But I I'd be kind of pissed off. Like, who's Barney? Yeah. Yeah. After coming off all the cool stuff with Kate, because the one, the ending on Kate's run was really good. Yeah. Well, reading these single issues, they were interchanged, right? So it was like, you got one Clint issue, then you got one Kate issue, then you got one Clint. So you're actually waiting two months in between. Right. It was was brutal. Oh, so this is is kind of like a dick move then, eh? What? Well, if we weren't reading this consecutively, that you would have to wait a month. That's what I'm saying. It, reading them as trades is better because it's more cohesive. Reading them as single issues, you kind of well, maybe it's not better, know. but I've I've done them as both, and I single issues probably wouldn't be bad if you didn't have to, the months to wait in between. But because you go back and forth, right? Would you rather go back and forth, or would you rather get one story than the other? Um, I didn't mind this way of the back I like and forth. This way, yeah, yeah, uh, because it was still Matt Fraction's voice. He still like I feel like he understood where the characters are inevitably going to end up. It's just the intro of a couple new characters. Although I didn't mind Gil's dad because that was a hilarious payoff. That was cool. Yeah, he was awesome. <laughs> doing it. Yes. So and then, is, all right, go for it, please. No, I was gonna say it picks up from the issue where Kate leaves for the West Coast. I like that too. Like Barney was in the can the whole time. <laughs> that was a great. That was great. So I was like, the whole issue when Kate leaves with with Lucky, they call back to that and they showed that during that argument. Barney was taking a dump, and he's just like, "Oh, okay, you know. <laughs> I'm done." I guess it would take a little longer if you're in a wheelchair to, yeah, a little bit. Wipe your ass. Uh, grills. R.I.P. to Grills in this one. All right, R.I.P. to a few people. And yeah, and we get Kazi the clown. See, this was what he's so much more menacing in this one than he was in like the TV show, for example. I know we're not we're not comparing, but. Like you see the difference? I was excited to see this version of him. He's not he wasn't quite this guy. But he was he was intimidating. He was cool because he was just psycho. Once they learned that oh, what was it? What did he write on the on the thing? Oh, interim superintendent and owner. <laughs> oh, on the, the door of the that, apartment. The yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, right, right, yep. The ownership, they run they they find out that them being the tracksuit guys find out that uh Clint doesn't actually own the building yes. he says he owns. <laughs> and it's the last building on the block <laughs> that the tracksuits want to buy. And like, this guy doesn't even own it. I do appreciate, We're, like, that's the whole catalyst. For, yeah, that's the whole right. catalyst for this story. Like, we want this building. We got to avenge in our way. Let's just go to the building and take it down. It's kind of like a Home Alone sort of situation. I was going to say that. Yeah, it's very yeah. Home Alone. That's right. Because he, he gets, he gathers up all the, all the residents. Yeah, the tenants to be like, hey, like, we can do this together. Yeah. And they do like a home alone thing together. It's really funny. Set up little booby traps. And like, uh, I think we're bearing the lead too, right? Like Clint's having like this crisis of conscience too, of just like, like he feels defeated, right? Like 
him being loss of hearing, like he, he's, his confidence is shot a little. He's been beaten up. He's bruised. And now he's like, I guess, taking care of his brother. That's why, like, it's hard for me to buy into this Barney thing. Because this would have been kind of something going on throughout the entire run. Like, even mm-hmm. if it was just a line of dialogue to be like, oh, where's my brother? Kind of thing, right? But I guess they play it up for the emotional connection and just the parallels of who they were when they were kids and where they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's like, just because I have followed this arc this whole time and then you pop up this one character at the end, it's like, is this a cheat code? Like, what are you trying to shoehorn in? Or like, do you really want me to invest in Barney for the next run? Yeah, and that's kind of what they were doing, right? Because I mean, when 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 they they left this book alone, when this series ended, that's exactly they picked up from their origins. So you get more Barney later on, but not this version of Barney. You get the kid. You get the kid version. You see how they came up, but uh, it it doesn't take long for kind they, of the real action to start. I don't think they needed them. Like I just loved the whole from the airport all the way to the uh, apartment complex because. Like the Dracula, uh, what do they call them? Dracula, 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 Dracula. Dracula. When they're looking at the the landing plane sign, they're like, "What's crocodile mean?" Right? Like the the symbol. <laughs> no, it's not crocodile. It's wolves. Right? Like I was rolling at that. Right? And it's that's such a good commentary on just like symbols and just depending on your culture, you, we may see it as a plane landing, but like these guys see it as a crocodile. Like what does a crocodile have to do with departures and arrivals? Right? So I rolled on that. Yeah. And then them just assembling is like, we got to go to this apartment building and take it down. And the way that they, Aja like drew it, like it's frantic pace. Like you don't get a full shot of all the tracks mafias. You either get all the vans pulling up after you see the spotlights. You see like all the shoes of the Adidas and the tracksuits. Yeah. Like, yeah. As they're assembling, you see them cocking guns. And then you just see them start to run up um, the staircase, right? Like, so all these cool shots as it's, uh, intercut with the tenants of like they all have to do their like i love that like i think it's like issue 21 where like the action starts to like really start to pan out it's so good and like it starts to descend right like there's a certain point where the whole color palette changes into just blood reds and oranges and like silhouettes and like you see clint have to go to a level that he hasn't gone in a long time so like all of that shit was Amazing. Those 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 last two issues, twenty one and twenty two, are crazy. Like you just burn through them so yes. fast because it's the action. Like you said, it's quick. There's a lot of stuff going on. Everything that's come before this is all coming to a head, and it's like, oh, it's the face off with with the clown and Hawkeye, and it's like, and a lot of parallels and callbacks, right? Like the, the all the blam blams, and you see yeah. Clint jumping from one side of the room to another, or from in a door. Like this is how you introduced me to this run, where you were sending me. Um, the paneling of uh, Hawkeye jumping out of his bed, and they they showed the little uh, right. logo. The, the <laughs> yeah, right. So like to see all that come back full circle, beautiful, right? Like we've invested this much time in kind of this run, so this, it's nice. This one, it's nice to see how they tie it up. This one pulled at the heartstrings too a little bit, not just with Barney, but we're just with um, because the, the, there's the Barney fake out too, right? Where you he yep. gets shot, and you're like, oh. Oh shoot! They brought him it, in just to kill him off, but but the, not just that, but also the um, the relationships that Clint has with like Kate's a real one. Yep, when she comes in and just gives him that talk in the in the in the diner, or whatever. Like, yeah, well, f- from the phone call to Kate, the car. Sorry. 
from the phone call to Kate, which we don't even know that he can hear, right? Like, I love that he keeps getting phone calls and stuff and, like, just to, <laughs> to arbitrarily talk to people, not knowing if yeah. they're responding. Or he'll leave a room and people are trying to have conversations with him, but he can't hear it. Like, I love all that stuff. Like, yeah. that's great. Um, but even the other death that I don't want to really reveal, because that was good, too. And, like, we had followed that character through Kate's journey as well. Like, so that, for me, was bigger than Barney's. Yeah. Um, yeah, but same, again, yeah. I love the assembly, and then like kind of his wives all show up at the end too. That was so the other thing that I was going to get to after the Kate thing. He, he, you get the, you get all his, all his, uh, his lady friends back in the in the fold, and him and him and um, Jennifer kind of make up, or Jessica, sorry, kind of make up a bit. And uh, enough also- to. Enough to show his growth, right? Like yes, in the exactly, beginning of the story, right. they're all like, "We don't like you for this reason, this reason, this reason," and he has to like lean on Kate to be like, "Get me out of this situation. I don't want to handle it." And now, like roles are reversed. Like he kind of knows how to navigate. Like these are loves, these are regrets, these are moments past. But like I at least can respect them all and like know that we've gone through a fire together, and now we can kind of move forward. And who's who's he talking? Is he talking to Natasha or Jessica when he when he when he? They're kind of chat. They're kind of grilling him for not owning the building he's like he's like i'm trying to do something right here like <laughs> i know yeah i don't own it but like if without like if i don't stand here this building's gone All he's definitely the superintendent like he's like yeah. he's he's managing everything in it um but i like i like that show of emotion right he's like he's like no i care man i'm trying here i know it's not quote-unquote legal <laughs> but, but i'm trying here like i'm trying to do the right thing like and even Kate has like her own like moralistic compass too, right? There's the whole scene with like I can't shoot an unarmed man, and so she throws dude the gun, and when he catches it, bang! Like yeah, <laughs> sends an arrow straight through his hand. I was like, oh, like that's such a good move, right? Yeah. Like, she's great, man. And then you get the, we get the return of Penny. We do get the return the, the redhead from the beginning, and she's the Carmen San Diego. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's trouble, man. Man, pussy gonna get him killed. Not this time. Not this time. Pussy gonna get Barney killed. That was a cool scene with. Uh, I like the the frame with Kate and Lucky coming up, like when they come back. They roll up. They they walk into the street and and what's her name? One of the one of the tenants is like passed out in her car because she just yeah, backed Amy. up with yeah Amy yeah yeah. He was gangster. She just pulls up, just like driving up to the tracksuits. Like Amy, we got this. It's like this is so. And we're bearing like late. Even Amy had a great like her whole Home Alone moment was to like just mow down all of these tracksuit yeah. mafia yeah. dudes in their car. Yeah, just drive through them and go as far as you can. She took out a whole bunch. <laughs> she took out a whole. And I guess like these are equivalent of foot soldiers because they just keep coming. Like they're they're or putties. They're they're or putties. They're infinite. <laughs> but yeah, to your credit, um, Kate's first paneling it's it just says uh just like 10 minutes ago it's a black screen and then you see the apartment through her aviator sunglasses in black and purple and then it starts to pan out pan out pan out and then you see her and lucky in all their glory and it's just like yes yeah and it's such a reverse right normally it would be another avenger or basically like a hero or a man walking in to save the day but the fact that it's kate after going through all of her kind of trials and tribulations and now she's stronger and like She's battle scarred and tested. She's coming in in band aids and still sore, and she gets to save today. Like I love that. Like those are, those are the touch tones that you know the writer really cares about the characters because it understands yeah. that Clint's always kind of been the fuck up. He needs these people. Yeah, 
And he needs them all. And they and like he's this is the most this arc he's the most serious in this one that he's been in the whole book too. This is like there's some big he, stakes, right? He asks for help, which is not really a cl- a Clint kind of uh, trope, right? He's more like I'll get it done. I'll just do it. No, it was great. I'm sorry. I'm just looking at the art right now. I'm going through all the art because I love, I love this art. Like it's, and then by, and then Grill's dad pouring hot coals on the, <laughs> just dumping it over the edge, right? Like, and he's just chilling. Like it starts off with just the the same sort of uh, Gill rooftop scene. They just meet at the rooftop and like, hey, hot guy kind of thing. Like you thought it's just yeah. gonna be a funny little moment, and he's just like, you ready? And you just see the yeah. tracksuits pull up, and he just dumps. <laughs> flaming hot coals all the way down and just burning them like it's it's so home alone it's so great yeah um you were saying the artwork there's special attention like detail played to like silhouettes and how they manage to work in like ultraviolet moments are usually uh in black and you have burst of color behind it and i feel like it punctuates everything going on so much better also they go back to i guess one of my favorite tropes from the beginning which was the whole, what's it, uh, airplane kind of instruction manual guide? Because mm-hmm. they're they're teaching you sign language in like that's the true. first couple of issues. There's a, there's a whole issue. Sorry, there's a whole issue that's just sign just language. sign language, which is amazing. I that was like, real. I I can't read it, but that's really cool. But towards the end, then they start showing you like these little hidden tricks, right? Like, uh, what's clown face name again? It's clown Kazi. Um, they show he's got a gun in his sleeve. And they show the mechanics of how he would push it up and gets the drop yeah, on right. Clint. The, the, yes. Uh, the mechanical, like. The slider gun, right? Like, yeah, it's up his sleeve. Like, you can't see it. Really cool. Like and, then it and then it fades into, like, this giant uh, sound bubble of blam. But you see the silhouettes of the characters and the violence happening. Like, it's it's so good. It's so I want to say it's like reserved, like it's it's they're definitely pulling punches, right? Because you could easily just show me the bloody faces and kind of all the the gore, but the way that they kind of stylized it and made it more comfortable and like palatable that you could keep reading, like you're never slowing down to stop, right? Like you're always. I had to go back to like I wanted to look at the artwork, but because the story's so engaging and it starts to ramp up by third and fourth one, you're just like flying through it. I, I mean, there's there's not a lot of bad things to say about this run. No, it's 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 actually hard to talk about because it's like it's so good. It's, it's like it's really good. It's like if you're listening, just go just go read just go read this. Whole, it's read the whole run. It's 22 yeah. issues, and you burn through it. Run. Yeah, it's so easy. It's you can read this in no time. Like a 22 issues is nothing. So that's like my one kind of miss for the run, right? Like they spend so much time giving you characters that you fall in love with because they're flawed and they're trying to work through their issues that they waited till the last kind of run to insert someone that's going to be pivotal for kind of the next set of issues, which is Marnie. And I'm like, uh, you could, I mean, I'm not writing it, but I feel if you really cared about Barney, you would have found a way to at least drop a line or a memory or something to let me know. This is a character that you're going to want to pay attention to at some point. Yeah, and it's it's too bad that honestly it's too bad the series ended when it did because it could have kept going, kept going because we would we, we would have got more Barney, more of everything, right? But apparently Fraction left because he had to like work commitments. Like it wasn't like Marvel canceled it. Like this was a this thing blew off the stand. Yeah, I remember this... in 2012 this was like the hidden gem of the 
bloody decade. Like it was like, right. Yo, are you reading fractions? Uh, fraction, um, fraction of Hawkeye. Like if you're not reading it and you, and everyone's like, what's well, Marvel's like, yeah, but it's amazing. Yeah. Cause even the setup, like you talk about Barney being the, the setup for the next run, but for me, it was kind of the, the faces of all the villains who are like, okay, now we're in the business of killing Avengers. Right. Because after Kate and Clint take down tracksuit mafias, they go back to like Kingpin's lair and you get to see all the rogue galleries of all the villains that potentially come up. Like there's a negative man, I think uh, tombstone uh, swordsman owl. What's that owl guy's name? Oh, owl. Yeah. 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 You're talking about, yeah. The, the meeting of the bosses. Yeah. And it's just single frames, right? Like it's just snapshots of like all of these major players that if you assume if this run kept going through, they would just have to keep encountering and encountering. And then Kingpin at the head of the table is like, this is the Marvel Knight that I always wanted, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and you you know that they would just you could just keep firing them out, right? Like, yeah, it's a shame. It's it's a shame this one. It's one of those ones that um, you wish kept going, but it's I guess it's better you, you end early than go on for too long. It's better that we got it right. Like, yeah. I, I even appreciated the fact that the final issue number twenty two has credits in it, like sort of like TV credits. Or like Kate and Clint just go back to like day one shit and just practicing their arrows. Yeah. And they they start showing kind of or they write in who wrote the episodes and kind of who was drawing. I was like, this is exactly why I would pull this for TV shows because they literally gave you the blueprint on how to do it, right? So see, and this is this is why at night this is why I was so pumped when they released the logo for the for like the, the live action show. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of this, but not nearly like there was parts they borrowed, but it was very different too, right? Like I would say, give it time. I, there's because you didn't take everything from this, you can always come back and take more or develop yeah. it in specific ways. And sooner or later, they're going to have to find a base, right? So if one of them ends up in an apartment building, or you know, we're going to get a gill. Yeah, yeah we're, we're getting a gill. Hey, hot you. guy. Hot guy. Hot <laughs> guy. Hawkeye? No, Hawkeye. Like MASH. (laughs) (laughs) So usually we give, not usually. Why did I say usually? Because we don't. (laughs) So like any, I'm going to start again. So like any, (laughs) I'll leave this in so you can hear how much of an idiot I am. Take this. So like always with Arc Analysis, we give this a rating of a boom, which is good, or a bah, which is bad. Sometimes a whoosh if it's just like we have no idea what's going on. <laughs> we gotta get out of here. X-ray robot this. And since this is the first time we finished a run, yeah. this is this is kind of a And we gave cool them moment. all the same. Boom. Yeah, so I gotta give this a ba. <laughs> you son of a bitch. <laughs> Barney gets the ba. Have we ever we have disagreed on one or two before? What do you mean in, in arc analysis? Of yeah. Not everything's great. Typically, no, we've we disagreed though. We've, we've actually like I've given something. To... Yes, but typically, what has happened is uh, when we talk about it, we'll talk the other person into how the <laughs> yeah, the other one right. is thinking. And we're like, "Oh yeah, you're right. This was terrible." Basically, whoever's leaning more to one way <laughs> will end up pulling the other guy. So if I if I didn't like it, but you really loved it, usually you'll pull me out of that side yeah. or vice versa. Or vice versa. I was like, "This was terrible." Let me tell you all the ways this was terrible. This was not terrible. This was kind of a really fun. Getting to see beginning to end. Uh, 
we we actually got to see it hit the small screen, which I think this was one of the things that we used to say, like, how would you want to see this if you could? TV, movie, another medium. We kind of got this. Kind of. They 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 fit it into the to the MCU universe as best as they could, I think. I have to assume that Rio Bravo is talking about the movie Rio Bravo, Bravo with yeah. Dean Martin. I don't know if that's a Last Stand type movie. I don't know. That's a, I, I didn't know that's where I was from. I do know Rio Bravo is a Dean Martin movie. Maybe I should have done definitely John a dad Wayne. movie. John Wayne. I said that. Yeah, Dean, Dean Martin's a dude. John Wayne's sheriff. Yeah, Rio 1959. A small town sheriff in the American West enlists the help of a disabled man, a drunk, and a young gunfighter in his efforts to hold in jail the brother. Yeah, so there you go. Same sort of idea. So Matt Fraction's kind of a genius. Yeah. Whoosh. Don't you dare whoosh this. <laughs> this is great. I hope you all get a chance to uh, run through it. Boom. Boom. 